Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your newest source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. We had in the Avalon, uh, it was just a really, really smooth ride. Steven kept falling asleep, and I think Curtis was falling asleep, but he did it in that weird way where he's like eyes open like a Vietnam vet. PTSD kicked in. Yeah, pretty much. Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast. Guys, we are back for another episode. Yeah, we made it back. We're back. You're back alive. We're back alive. This is episode four. Yeah, I know. We got a lot to talk about today. We got tournament results, boys. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had those. It has. Um, I'm still riding the high from Ohio. It was a great time. And uh, Drew, Drew, you uh, you had a hell of a time at the Battlegrounds tournament, the local. It's like I did. Uh, you I did. performed better than expected. Um, and that brings us to Adam. Ooh, boy, Adam had a, had a bad weekend of cards. It sounds like, but you know what? Um, I say that as you're polishing that Kefka Cup <laughs> trophy. So uh, I think you're entitled to one for sure. Yeah, it wasn't very good. <laughs> but and that's what we're going to talk about here. So we're just you know we're just going to dive right in, guys. Um, we'll start with the local. Um, you guys were there, I believe. Matt Jordan was there. How many? Yeah. How many did you have? Nine. 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 Okay, that's um, that's a decent turnout. I would have liked more. I know you guys would have liked more too. So that led to what? Three rounds of Swiss. Three rounds. Yeah, it was three rounds of Swiss. Uh, I, like yeah, I think the Fredericksburg guys couldn't make it down. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple people went to Ohio. Uh, the beach guys showed up. Um. Three of them. Uh, yeah, three, three oh, people. Awesome. They bought Good. a car up, and then Hunter and his buddy from North Carolina showed up. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so that rounded out the nine people. Well, that's good. It was. It seemed like it was a not quality nine people. Because I'll tell you right now, I'll take a ten man tournament with nothing but quality players, than a forty man tournament with people that don't know what they're doing. Just for the sake of, just for the sake of having like good competition and trying decks out you know what i mean don't get it wrong i love a good sized tournament i want more i want as many people possible playing this game but sometimes you just want you want a feel full of killers to see how yeah. good you really are that's you know true I mean? I mean that's true i mean everyone there was was pretty pretty decent level at the game nice i like that so uh so adam we'll start with you uh what did you end up playing and uh i see you rubbing your eyes the headache <laughs> is kicked in what, what, what did you play um and how did it go yeah so I modified the Fire Earth deck and basically mm-hmm. took out a ton of the fire cards and made it like more of like an Earth Fire Splash deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, just running like Saban and Birdman and uh, Vivi was pretty mm-hmm. much like. And then uh, I switched out the Red Mages for Ninjas. Sure. Those are my only fire cards. Yeah. Um, and then I ran a lot of like the really good new Earth stuff because um, sure. that was the stuff that I wanted to try out first for mm-hmm. sure. Um, uh, the problem was I think I was a bit too greedy making the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of stuff just kind of cost too much, and it made me have like really awkward hands a lot mm-hmm. of the time. Um, so I, 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 want, I think I need to come back down on the list. I also like last minute added like Kamana and Chaos and um, Zodiac just for like the fun Gabranth combo, sure. As well as like just something that's good against mono decks. And I mean, the one game that I got to play Kamana, he was really good against mono water, but then he garnered it a Chaos, and that kind of just blew me out. Uh, and then I got blown out by Mono Earth at the very beginning, so I only got to play two games because my the third round, the third round of Swiss, I got to buy, so I only got to play two. Both were losses, um, and both of which I just didn't have like very strong hands, and I, and I think that's partially due to how I built the deck, honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, just wasn't built super well. Like I mean, I had a game where I had to like turn one like Star Sybil, which Ouch. was just terrible. Because I just had, like, no other... It was, like, a handful of summons and a Star Silver and a Ball. Ouch. Yeah. Uh, that was my second game. And then the first game, I just didn't see a lot of early backups. And then he w- I made one misplay mm-hmm. with a Hecaton chair. Uh, I was miscalculating his power. So, I mean, yeah. 
I didn't play good, and the deck didn't draw good, and I think the deck wasn't very good in general. So do you think um, that deck has potential still, like the Earthfire combo? Or do you think it's maybe a, maybe a deck that's probably just best left in Opus 4? Uh, I think I strayed too far from what made it good in Opus 4. Mm-hmm. Like, I think when we started taking the Kefkas out and trying to like neuter the, the whole 6 package, mm-hmm. it just didn't feel as good. Uh, it didn't feel as like cohesive, so I think the original pill might be better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe you just add in a few cards instead of trying to go full ham, adding all the new stuff, which is kind of what I think I did. Sure. Uh, so I don't think it's terrible, but I think there's a lot of other things to look at in the set, and I think maybe Fire didn't get as much as maybe it should have. But sure. I mean, there's still it's not saying that Fire didn't get any new good cards. Yeah, because I think Ninja's great, and uh, I think Birdman's great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe back to the drawing board with it for sure. Oh uh, yeah, it's still together right now, but um, I don't think I'm going to be playing it anytime soon. At least we're not in the foreseeable future. Sure, because you got to get ready for Boston. Yeah, Drew, yeah. we're coming to you now. Let's do it. You had a hell of a day of cards, it seems like. I did. Uh, so I was intending on playing Wind. I pulled everything I needed. I pulled the Gistolas. I pulled the Adels. I pulled the new Diablos. So I was ready to play that. Uh, and then last second, uh, I pulled the Chris Adams. Oh, the Chris Adams audible. Called an audible, and uh, I actually played my pet deck. I, I played the Twins deck that I've been working on mm-hmm. um, with Adam, and it performed very well. Uh, first rounds, I played against Golbez. I actually lost that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I Leviathan Golbez three times, and he was able to replay it every single time. So you don't, I don't feel that bad about that loss. I mean, it just happened. He had enough lightning cards to be able to keep going. Uh, second round, I played against the Mono Earth player that Adam lost to in round one, mm-hmm. um, and I just blew him out. Nice. Um, I played the the take a second turn guy, and you know, I mean, with the twins, it's guaranteed damage. So sure, yeah. you put him to six, and then you take another turn, and it's over. So that's how I won that game. I mean, that was just that was a pretty clean blowout. Nice. He had an emperor early, which was really hard to deal with. So I just waited for my summons, and uh, I just Bahamuted him out. No way just, you go. Yeah, I just blew out after that. Uh, third round was against a w- Wind Water deck, mm-hmm. but it was running like a lot of like Chocobos. Sure. It's kind of weird. Real fast, low to the ground kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, so that gave me trouble a lot, actually. It put me on five really fast, um, but I just kind of stabilized. I play a 10K that never dies. And even, the revolving door is yeah. very strong. The the little guys just kind of got out blocked, even when he was party attacking sure. and whatnot, because uh, I didn't care because it was coming back to my hand. Um, so that put me at uh, X one, which mm-hmm. put me in top four. Uh, then top my first round top four, I played the gold best player again. Oh, nice! Uh, and I swept him two zero. It was clean. Nice. Uh, I actually played the new uh, Porum or Palum that everyone thinks sucks. <laughs> Uh, and got like huge value out of him, but I still think the card's bad. <laughs> but I did actually play it. But nice. the the more I play the deck, those one drops like he just couldn't deal with the pressure of the one drops bouncing back to my hands. Like he can't hecaton chair me, mm-hmm. uh, and then like I can block a guy and use the the water one to bring the three drop into play and bounce his gold best. So like there's so much I can do uh, with the deck. So yeah, I swept him out because obviously water against gold best is just really Looks nice. Good. Yeah. And then in the finals, I played against Hunter. Uh, Hunter was on Mono Ice. Sure. That's kind of his favorite deck right now. That sure. that matchup for Twins seems damn near unwinnable. Uh, <laughs> they, he strips my hand, so I have no Twin cast. And he's also freezing my Twins, so even if I have it that turn, mm-hmm. 
there's no way for me to twin cast. There's no way for me to take my second turn and blow him out and then, like that way. So him just like ice being able to strip my hand and also keep my guys dull. Like there's just no way for me to. I had to go. I tried to go like a more saving package there, but it uh-huh. still was just. My, I had no cards. There. Yeah, mono ice definitely still really good, and that's something I expect to still see people play. Um, or how did he uh, orphan you in it at all? Or orphan? I just, never never saw never orphan saw actually. Orphan? Um, he definitely ran it. I know he, for sure he ran yeah, it. Yeah, it was way heavy on discard though. Um, sure. He ran the new backup Edward. That card's good. Card's um, real good. So that was stripping me. Flan was stripping me. Mm-hmm. Obviously Genesis Lock. Oh yeah. The whole six package was there. Yeah, I think in that matchup, that's why, like, the Facilia piece that we kind of took out of the deck, I think that's where it becomes good. It would have been great there, exactly. Yeah. I agree. Uh, being able to, like, blow Just up a, a Genesis and... Lock. And then, yeah, and then, like, choo-choo lane something else or something. Like, you know, that stuff would have been really nice. I don't so. think you run choo-choo lane anymore. I think Bismarck is the king. But I, I think the Facilia package helps you more against Ice. Yeah. Could be something to think about. So, yeah, Chris, I guess we go to Ohio. How was, how was that? Oh, man. It was a great time. Had a great time. So it was me, uh, Curtis Kang, and Stephen Arboleta. For, uh, those two guys are from Fredericksburg. Uh, three of us went. Um, the idea was going up that I was going to play Mono Earth. Um, that's what I had been testing all week. I liked it. And that's what we had all been talking about, basically. Right. And that, and as we were building the decks, uh, it goes back to you, know, you playing the Fire Earth deck. We just kept stripping out Earth uh, Fire cards, and it was just like, man, Earth seemed, you know, maybe Mono Earth is the way to go. So I thought about that. I played it. Um... Took, took that, and I also took with me, because the biggest problem here was there, uh, our product for Opus 5 was delayed. Uh, our store got screwed by FedEx, so we were not able to get our, our shipment in time. So I was I was in a bind, so I had to make sure I had a backup deck ready, because a lot of my Earth deck was Opus 5 cards. So what I did was I put together Fire Ice Final Fantasy VI. That only, you know, as a backup, that only needed, only had five new cards in it. It ran one Light Vaughn, two uh, Vermilion Bird, uh, uh, Birdman as we love to call him on this podcast, and uh, three copies of Numateus. So I was like, I can gather all that. Because I know, I, I know we had a Vaughn, Adam pulled a Vaughn from his pre-release. I know we had at least one Birdman pulled from pre-release, and we definitely had the Mateuses pulled from pre-release. Yeah. And even if you want to go even further back... Uh back to like the richmond tournament like we didn't get the product until like it's like the night p.m yeah like really late the night before the tournament so like we had to i had to run up there and the guy that runs the shop there had to run up to fredericksburg shout out to will buckley yeah which which is like even with traffic let's say it's like an hour and a half away oh yeah Um, this is on friday mind you so i'm sure traffic Traffic was a lot more than an hour and a half so he drove up and drove back down and we had pre-ordered a case Mm -hmm. and um and, I, and I, when he walked through the door, and I just saw, like, one box in his hand. Like, and oh, I was no. like, oh, no. And so I went up and talked to him, and that's when he's like, oh, no, we got you covered. Don't worry. So, like, we were able to get our two boxes a piece open and stuff up. We didn't get everything we wanted, but, um, you know, I mean, we got enough stuff. And, and pretty much a lot of the stuff that I could run the following day. And I knew I could borrow other cards yeah. from, you know, Drew and Matt. And then the next day, shout out to the Sova dudes, uh, you know, uh, Robert came up and he brought my stuff from the Kefka Cup. Oh, yeah, that you won the box. So I didn't even have to starters. wait for it in the mail. Yeah, he so just brought sh- that up. So I was pocket games. Yeah. yeah, so I was opening that up like right before, like right as like Ralph Wood stuff is calling. I'm like opening my packs, trying oh, to see if man. I get another wall. That's you fun. know, But I ended up having to borrow a couple from Matt and then I traded for one later on. But yeah, sorry to interrupt. No, no, no. no, no it was very relevant. But also, thankfully, Curtis and Steven split a case. So they got stuff. So this, this is where I was getting weird. I was like, cool. Well, they got a case. 
and I need one wall. Surely they'll get one. So I go up there. Steven, uh, sorry, Curtis has opened his three three boxes. Didn't get a single wall out of the three boxes. So I'm like, oh shit. This is becoming more and more less likely of me playing this deck. So I'm like, it's fine. It's fine. I'll just keep the dream alive. But I've, again, I've got fire ice. And I, at that point, I had everything I needed. The deck was complete. Full 50. Bam. We're good to go. And I, I'm very comfortable with that deck. That's my favorite deck in the game. We're good. So we get we, we make the drive. It's an eight-hour drive from uh, from Fredericksburg. We get up there. Steven opens his three boxes. He gets two walls. No, sorry. He gets three. He gets two regular and a foil. So we were like, yes, I can do it. But then as we're playing, so we get up there, we're playtesting. The tournament's not until Sunday. We get up there Friday. We're playing games. Um, they were running Earth, Wind, um, very similar to the way my model Earth deck works. But they have, um, they're like, they're using the new Asura. They're using um, the new, uh, I cannot remember this backup's name that makes Star Sybil cost three. It's like, yeah, I don't remember. It has the Archer on the card. Yeah, not right? even, I'd be calling it the new Archer. So we're, they, they were playing that. And um, as we were testing, I felt that um, Mono Earth was just struggling. Um, and I think it wasn't so much the deck. I think it was just my build. I fell into the Yang and Ursula trap, which those are trap cards. I'm sorry. I, don't, I just don't think they're that good. Even now, I don't think they're that good. Um, and as they were playing, they were like, man, this deck could really use wall, but they just didn't have any walls to put in the deck. So we were play testing. Then Saturday night, I was like, you know what? Let me. I'm draining myself of my Let me pull out Fire Ice. And I just proceed to send them both into just... just complete frustration because it's like turn one genesis haste swing day i mean i'm just going too fast for that deck um they'll get a game in here or there but it was i was just going too fast. and even when they're adjusting their play a turn one genesis dulling and freezing whatever forward they get then they still have to pitch and now they're now they're even in a worse position so and so we were talking about i was like man this feels really good and curtis was like dude you should probably just play that um he's like it he's like i i, I he's like you you got me on tilt right now even Steven was like, I can't stand you playing turn one Genesis because you seem to have it every game, or turn one lock. is like, He's like, you're, you're killing us. Please stop. Please stop. So, and then, so that means I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. Like, so I call I, I call famous Chris Adams off. There it is. I do it the night before. It's like, all right, cool. This is like, I mean, this is right before we had to enjoy our nice uh, traditional pre-tournament steak and wine dinner. <laughs> so we do that, and I, 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 I make the commitment I'm doing it. So then we go back to the hotel and we start retooling their decks. Well, we have four walls in the room. So they both put two walls in their deck, which helps them. So then we retool their deck with new Yishtolas because they were having some issues. So we're all feeling good. We get a good night's sleep. We get up Sunday. We go to, we go to get breakfast. We go to the tournament. Um, really great tournament run by a really great group of guys. Um, for anybody who hasn't had the pleasure of going to Game Swap up in Mason, Ohio, they run a fantastic operation, and I hope you guys listen to this and hear this. Keep it up. Um, so they set us down for pairings. They give us all this really cool, like, swag bag. It's, it's like a nice, like, cloth tote bag with the Final Fantasy trading card game logo on it and four packs of Opus 5 in it and a Japanese Vincent promo signed by the creator. So just just for showing up, that's more than twenty dollars worth of value. So I, well, while we're waiting for you know them to finish the players' meeting, I'm opening my packs. I pull another Vaughn right out of the first pack. Then I get a foil uh, Adele, and I was like, wow, these are really good packs. So go to the player meeting, first round pairing. I'm up against Mono Earth. I blow this guy out of the water. A because I know the deck, and his build build was very similar to mine. Um, but I just by the time he knows what's going on. He's at five damage. I've got no Genesis. cards in his no hand. cards in his hand. I've got Genesis Lock Birdman. I'm just stripping him dry. It was just uh, he got three points of damage on me because 
he would be able to play a guy and he would just swing after I swung out. So round one, very clean. I, I win seven points. Uh, he only did three on me. I did seven to him, obviously, for the win. Um, round two, I'm actually on stream. The stream was not set up yet because they were having technical difficulties. I'm playing against another Mono Earth deck. Almost card for card, the same thing. Um, same thing happens. I Except for in this case, I think he played turn one backup. I dropped turn one, sell us, haste go. And then I'm just dropping guys. He drops a forward. I dull and freeze it with Genesis, and I'm hasting out Genesis. Like, I'm just... I'm just off to the races. He gets four points of damage on me. He almost gets he almost gets close to catching up, but he's two mana short of a Shantoto because he has five backups out, and he has to pop a Monk to get it off to play Shantoto. Well, popping the Monk shorted his mana, so he can't two play Shantoto. Next turn, I just Shiva's board swing through. It's a wrap. So I win seven to four. Uh, round three, I'm playing against... Um, the monster mash deck, but except there's no earth in this one. It's just wind, water, monsters. I don't have much experience against that deck, and he played it very well. Um, I get blown out by an Ultima, but the, one of the problems I was having is I saw no fire cards until like turn five, and it's a Vivi. I can't do anything with that, so I'm having to pretty much play a slow mono ice game at this point. Yeah, yeah. I think the thing is like your your stuff can't interact super well with a lot of the and monsters. I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, and you don't run Emperor or anything like that to shut no. him down, so he can kind of just like activate as he goes. So it makes your Shiva's less valuable because it does. Generally, yeah. you're only going to hit one. Uh, Veil Four is probably kind of crushing for you too. It wasn't, and that's actually the, he won on a Veil Four, um, and that was fine. Like I said, he just he just outplayed me. I saw no fire cards, um, and I do honestly think if I could have gotten a hasty Genesis and lockout, stripping his hand would have hurt him. And I because I had the Genesis and the lock, just never saw any fire cards. Now, granted, it's all woulda, coulda. Um, yeah. He played yeah. very, very well. I mean, he was he was the top seed. This guy I lost to ended up being the top seed going into top eight. He went five and one in Swiss. So after round three, I'm two and one. I'm like, man, I, that was tough. But I, you know, I keep it. I keep going, and then I'm back on stream for round four. Uh, you can actually find the match in their archives. I'm playing against Mono Water. Um, I proceed to just roll over this deck, too. Um, I think Mono Water actually ends up being one of my better matchups, and not because the deck can't win. I think what happens is when you get these hasters out and you get them out early, it becomes an issue of the player. They start panicking. They're on the back foot. There's a lot of pressure coming, and I feel like they just don't know how to play the Water deck other than playing backups and then playing guys. Um, he only took one. He only did one point of damage to me. Um, Vane was a big part of that matchup, keeping his Steiner tapped, uh, hasting out Genesis again. Um, again, I just I never looked back. Yeah. And Mateus, Mateus was huge in that match for me too. Yeah, Mateus can be a blowout for sure, especially yeah. when you're looking down like a lot of big stuff and they're scared to block your smaller stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like what you said is like people are afraid to change like the way they play, and you mm -hmm. have to because mm -hmm. decks can dictate like how fast you play this game. Yep. Uh, and, you know, typically, yeah, Water wants to play slow. Like, they want to build their backup line. Lightning wants to play slow. They want to mm -hmm. build their backup line and then just shoot you down with, like, Alcid and stuff yep. like that. But they want to get, like, their backups first so that mm -hmm. they can start getting more value out of their cards instead of pitching, like, everything. So when you're on the other side and you're just, like, turn one, pitch three for Vaughn, Sage, and Swing, you know, they're not ready for that. And, yeah. You know, even though you don't have a hand now, you're, you got this guy that's getting you value every turn, and they have to immediately deal with him. Yep, and um, a lot of times they don't want to spin the cards. To They don't want to Leviathan it at the beginning of the game because they're afraid to pitch the cards and what they don't say anything, at least for now. 
yeah. foreshadowing. Yeah, so you, you have to kind of react to your opponent playing that way mm -hmm. and maybe, like, change it up. Maybe take the first point of damage and play a backup and then the next turn drop your Ash or your Cognazzo to try to mm -hmm. prevent further damage and try to play more reactive until you can turn that corner. Because decks like that, you have to turn the corner on. Like, you have to... Yeah. You're going to take damage and there's nothing you can do about it. Mm -hmm. Like, Fire Ice, at least that build of Fire Ice, which is probably the best build right now, mm -hmm. uh, it's going to hit you. Like, you're, you're not going to come yeah. away clean yeah. against that deck. It's no, not going to happen. No and it hits you fast. they got um, so many ways to make where you can't block, where they're coming out fast, and yeah. I mean, they're stripping your hand. They're doing a lot. And, and then the threat of Mateus now. I'm going to tell you right now, I got so much value out of just swinging with Sid Reigns to see if they would block me. Yeah. Because it, it, you know, what sucks is it's one of those mind game plays where it's like, I'm swinging with him. Yeah. Do I have the Mateus or not? If I'm swinging with a with a two mana five k, you gotta believe I've got it in my hand. But there were times when I didn't. Yep. I but think, they didn't know that. I think big examples of that that card and the new Bismarck are like just cards where you're just like you're so scared of it now mm -hmm. that like now I'm just gonna start pretending like I have it. Yeah. They're gonna like they're like gonna be like major bluff cards. Oh yeah. Because now you're just like the other player. Assuming the other player, you know, is intelligent enough to understand like what what cards like what's in the meta. Mm -hmm. Um. And they're playing against water, they're playing against ice, and they see what you're doing with these underpowered fours. They have to assume they're like, oh shit, okay, he's either bluffing a Mateus or he's got a Mateus. Mm -hmm. So it becomes, yeah, Sid Reigns becomes a super relevant board because mm -hmm. now do you want to die to that 5k? Yep, do you want to lose your, your, your 10k? Your 10k yang to Sid Reigns? Yeah, probably not, right? Yeah, so model water, um, I rolled over that. Um, again, uh, great, I, I don't want to, you know, it's not like I'm being cocky or anything because everybody was really, really awesome, really great people. Um, I think I just made the right call for the day, because then, round five, I'm sitting at um, this is yeah this is round five. I'm sitting at three and one. I sit across from um, I can't remember. I believe his name was uh, maybe Channing. I believe, but he was also a top four. He, um, the water he, guy. Yeah, he he made it to top four. Um, so we're sitting down, and the guy next to him on the table is the guy at my round one opponent, which is good for him. He was able to you know crawl his way back up. He looks at, sees me, sees that his friend's playing. He's like, yo, be careful. I'm not going to tell you what he's playing, but, you know, his deck's fast. So, what do I do? He plays turn one backup. <laughs> I think, I believe I go, sell his freeze the backup. Hey, swing. Then he plays Cognazzo. I drop Birdman. I swing. Uh, he, if he blocks with Cognazzo, Cognazzo still dies because I'm a 9K. Um... So he doesn't block. Um, then I get through with um, I get through with Celis um, because he's afraid to block. He's afraid I have Mateus. Mm -hmm. Then next turn, he, I believe he plays another backup. Then he um, he he swings with Cognazzo, which that's how you know you're in a bad spot when you're swinging with Cognazzo. So I take my my one and only point of damage of the game. I'm swinging again. He drops Cecil. I love that swing Birdman into Cecil. Like I just I had him on the back foot so fast. He just. And the game was over. The game, all of my games were over very quickly. Even the one that I lost, I was it was over very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, just because I got blown. Um, so that game's over. I'm two and zero versus Mono Earth and two and zero versus Mono Water at this point. So I feel like I definitely made the right call with Mono. With, and I guess you know because I'm still new to this game. I came in at Opus Four. Um, I guess Mono decks are the popular thing when a new meta pops I, up because it's safe. I feel like that's got to be like most games, right? I mean, I'm not yeah. super familiar with Magic, but... Yeah, like, not no, necessarily, magic. but even in Versus, Mono teams were the way to go when a new set yeah. came out. Magic, magic's like the conundrum, because a lot of times 
the set is geared around like the like the, let's say like the clans block. Oh yeah. Like they wanted you to play three colors, so three color decks were really good. Yeah, the magic magic sets dictate what they want you to play more or less. Well, it's just because you know in in this game because you're pitching to play mana and stuff, mm-hmm. and that's the only way to like get like screwed, I mm-hmm. guess. Because you have that mono deck, you're never gonna. That's never gonna happen to you. You're always gonna have the the right mana that you need. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, and then also a lot of the the deck, like the stuff, just kind of buffs each other. You got like the anthems. You got the new Raphia. You got Waka. All yeah. that stuff. So it just like, it kind of just meshed together more. Whereas like you have to really explore more to make the multicolor, the multi element decks. Sure. Like it takes a lot more thought process. A lot of the other stuff just kind of works. Yeah, because you just have to worry about it. Yeah. So then they post the standings going into the last round. I'm ranked. I'm in second place at four and one. Uh, the guy above me is five and zero. Oh, then me. Then another. There's then there's like three, three four and one X and ones at that point or something like that. So last round, I'm playing against um, an, uh, someone who has now become one of the best friends of the RVA Returner podcast. That is uh, Sean Plowman. Great guy. He actually um, he just put an article up today about his um, his match that, yeah. and um, you know, shout outs to him for the shout outs to me. He was my most memorable opponent of the day. I really liked his deck too. His deck is excellent. Yeah. I think I think if you're gonna if I was gonna play something that was not fire ice, it would be that because it lets me play twelve cards. And if I can't play six cards, god damn it, I wanna play twelve cards. <laughs> so and I thought his deck was really good. It was very similar to mine. Um, it was fire water aggro with sages and vaughn and stuff like that. The the the, the the only difference is he has bounce effects and power reduction, whereas I have dull and freeze effects. Um, so we play. We're having a bit of a slobber knocker, man. We're going back and forth. Um, he's able to turn the corner because he, he sees Vaughn before I do. Um, so Vaughn's just stopping me cold. But now I'm at a point where, okay, so I, I have two lines here. I draw the vein. I was like, cool, I can play vein, keep Vaughn dull, or I can swing, go to combat first, swing with Celis, put 4K on Vaughn, Devout of Sid Reigns back in to finish the job. Well, I'm I don't I, I pick the I don't pick the a bad line because both of the lines were sound, very good. But I picked the wrong one. I play the vein. Then I swing the Celis, put 4K on him. The damage flips over Leviathan. Vein goes back to my hand. I don't have the mana to play him again. He readies, he swings through with Vaughn and Celis and Sets are my only forwards. Well, guess what? We're doling one. One can't block. Well, Sets, uh, you make Celis can't block just in case I have Runic or something or a way to activate her. And I think he makes Sets are unable to block. So he swings through. It ends up being seven damage to five. So again, it was a slobber knocker and he just got there. So here I am again, sitting at four and two, mm-hmm. going in the top eight cut. So I'm, wor- I'm legitimately worried that I'm going to be on the bubble again and not make top eight, just like uh, ARG Charlotte. So I'm like sweating it again. I'm, I was like, man, I'm ranked second. I have the, I, when you see all the, the tiebreakers, I'm like, okay, I have the least amount of damage done to me by far. I've only, I don't, the whole day I'd only taken 15 damage. I remember when you messaged me on Facebook. Yeah. And you were like, because we had like a chat and we were mm-hmm. talking and like, you know, telling you like, hey, good job, keep it up, you know. And uh, when you told me like all your tiebreakers and stuff, and I was like, I was like, Chris, like you're gonna make it in. You're in, yeah. I was like, and uh, were you the six or the seven? I was the six. Seed. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure I even said like I was like, Chris, you're gonna make it in, and judging on what you're saying, I bet you're five or six. Yeah. Is what I told you. And then you sent the screenshot. Uh-huh. Which. Uh, but then what happened was, so they, they they do the top eight announcement and they call. You know, I know I'm not like in the top four because there was there was four X and ones at that point. 
So then, like, they call the fifth, and I'm like, oh, shit. Then they finally called me. I'm like, thank God. Thank God I made it. But the third seed was Sean Plowman again. So I just I had to play the exact same deck I just played in my last round in our top eight match. So we play this match on stream. Um, we both play that first game kind of like careful stepping. We both like build backups. Um, and you can find again you can find this entire top eight set on um, on the top deck productions Twitch channel. Um, so I take game one, a very slow and steady game one, but I turn the corner first. I get Vaughn. I stop his guys from because he gets Ash out. Like he gets the big bodies out. But I'm able to do some like plays with VV. Some, I, I, I really utilize the ping effects that are in my deck. The Irvins, the Black Waltzes, the Therions. Like I, 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 I put more stock into that this time because I know what his deck is capable of. I get Vaughn. I make Ash can't block. I win game one. Uh, game two, he just blows me. I just get dumpstered game two. Um, it wasn't even close. I guess it just wasn't even close. He goes wide. Game two was where I discovered he was running Phoenix. I didn't know Phoenix was in the deck. Oh, okay, I thought maybe you had seen it before. No, 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 no. That's the first time I had seen Phoenix. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's a good card. Yeah, good card. Yeah. So he blows me out with that, gets like a VV back. He just he just murders me. Like that, that deck, when that deck's firing on all cylinders, it gets there. Really, really good stuff. Um... Uh, game then, three was the infamous game, game. Game three was the game that, um, and also by the way, we had Team Steve on commentary, um, Steve Arboleta, and um, Steve. Uh, he, he was part of the FFX, uh, FF Dex team that was there. Really nice guy, great guys, and they did the commentary for a lot of the topic, except for the finals because we had to hit the road at that point. But um, so they they were commentating the match, and so game three, I, I'm on the play. I get real greedy. I turn, I just get like this smile on my face, and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm doing it. So, pitch for Vaughn, play Vaughn, pitch for a hasty sage, swing with Vaughn. He's like, whoa, 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 slide out of the saddle there, mister. I'm thinking, oh shit, he's got Bahamut or Phoenix, and he's just going to blow me out. Well, it's neither of those, but it is a Leviathan. And I'm thinking, so it goes back to my hand. And like later on, I'm like, man, of all the things you could have had in your hand, I'm, and you can hear me saying it on stream, I'm glad it was the Leviathan. So what do I do? I start having, I'm like, well, let me let me slow down here because now he's playing slow again too. Um, so I play slow. I start playing backups. I'm able to get, and the commentators think I'm getting ready to play Vaughn again. Oh no, I drop Setzer. I start playing like the FF6 deck, you know. So I start slowing it down. Then, you know, we're, we're kind of trading blows back and forth. Um, I get up to six, and he's at, like, four or five. Um, but at, when it comes down to the end, like, I'm peeling Belial. Like, I'm drawing. Like, I need, I need, I, in my mind, I'm not even thinking about the card that I get to win. I'm thinking about just getting a Shiva to keep Vaughn from attacking again. So, we're, you know, I'm able to play some fours. I don't remember exactly. You can, you can watch the stream to see. Um, so... I, I have some forwards out. I'm able to play my Vaughn. I swing with Vaughn, and I draw a card and ready a backup. Because I've got... Um, I need, and I have the Belias in my hand to haste him. So I draw the card, and I have the backup, just the, 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 the ice backup in case I draw the Shiva. So, but um, um, from the Belias before that, I draw a Vane, and I'm like, oh, shit. That's the card I need to play. The, the card that... The card that lost me the game 
Because because uh, his Baha- I think he only had one or two Bahamas in the deck, and I, one of them was split for damage. I think the other one was in the graveyard, mm-hmm. and I think Phoenix was in the graveyard as well. Like the summons that could get rid of him were gone. I want to say even the Leviathans were gone at that point. So I drop Vane. I am able to still keep the the backup up because he doesn't know if I've, he doesn't know if I've got the Shiva or not. Well, turns out the vein that lost me the game and uh, won me game three. I, I, I'm having a terrible time telling the story because I just, it was so fast and it was so crazy. <laughs> but man, I went from a real nutty, just real greedy opener to having to really slow down and play some really smart turns there at the end. I was able to pull out the top eight game. Man, hell, hell, of, a, hell of a match. Sean had played a hell of a deck and had a hell of a day of cards. Um,. It was probably my the, the greatest game of Final Fantasy that I've ever been a part of since I've started playing. And it was just, just a great time. And But then right after that, I had to go right into my top four match against, uh, I believe his name was Corey. He's the guy who eventually won the other Mono yeah, the Earth Mono player. Earth, yeah. And I'm thinking, cool, another Mono Earth deck. I should be okay given how the day has gone so far. So I, I, I wasn't a little cocky. I, again, I wasn't cocky, but I, I was feeling good going into it. Well, his Mono Earth deck was different from the other ones. Completely different. Like, no Yang, no Ursula. He just dropped big, stupid dudes. He sessled me a couple times. That was the day that I learned that that card is stupid. Yeah. The more the more I've seen it, I, like, I thought it was okay, and now the more I've seen it, holy cow, that card is really good. Yeah, but he beat me uh, He beat me two games to nothing. Uh, he uh, Game one, he ran over me. Game two, I was putting up a much better. I, I had him at six. I just had to push one point of damage through. But what comes through with there, there at the end when he needed it the most? All three copies of Cockatrice. And he used them to keep Locke from attacking, to keep this guy from attacking, to keep this guy from attacking. And that was enough for him to turn the corner. And it was rough. It was rough. Was it three in one turn? Uh, It was two in one turn, I believe. But they all came came there at the very end. And I was like, shit. Man, that was rough. That was very, very rough. That's why you run three. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, it sucks. It, it sucks to be on the receiving end, but um, it's definitely why you run three. Yeah, so the journey came to an end at top four. Um, had a hell of a day of cards. Yeah, um, real good. And I think the deck the deck worked very, very well. And I have to say this. I have to say this now as I'm watching. We're sitting here. This is, It's Saturday. Um, the 31st. The 31st. <laughs> I got to look at the TV again. We're watching the Cards of Evil East tournament right now, and I'm seeing somebody play Fire Ice with, I think, a card that has came on my radar after, and I think I want to replace some of the ping in the deck with it, and that's Tella. Yeah, I mean, that's a good segue, so let's let's talk about yes. um, cards and, you think overperform. Yes, cards did. Cards this weekend, uh, after seeing an initial glimpse and tournament glimpse of Opus 5, what cards do we think we maybe overrated or were overrated, and what cards do we think that were kind of like, ah, eh, this is fine, or what cards that people were just like, ah, eh, this card's trash, but it turned out to just really be just just an ungodly ass beater. We'll start with you, Adam. Uh, so I start think... with overrated, good, and underrated, or uh, overrated as expected, so, underrated. Yeah, overrated for me. There's a few Earth cards that feel like we thought were better, like not as good. As they actually are better than they actually are. Mm-hmm. Mamodi is one, I think. Sure. We were really high on that. I was like, oh, free brave? It's yeah. got to be good, right? Turns out Earth doesn't really need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got wool. Uh, that's good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mog is a really good card. 
but I do think we overrated it just a tiny bit. Yes. But I do think it's really good. Like, mm-hmm. I, think, I think it's still going to be a staple card. I think it's mm-hmm. still really good. I just think it's not like this three of got to push it in the deck that we thought it was yes. going to be. Um, maybe minor falls in that too, but I still think that card's insane. Yeah. Uh, and then you said the second one was overrated or? Uh, we'll go, uh, well, as expected. Do you think, uh, what cards do you think perform maybe as expected? Uh, Birdman, I think is one. I think he's sure. just a good card. Uh, he's strong. He does what you want it to do. He's mm-hmm. scary. Yep. Um, trying to think of what's another card that we we thought was really good. That's that's still good. I mean, I guess minor falls into there too. Sure, sure. Uh, and then for underrated, I think hmm, it's tough. Because there's a lot of cards that I, that I think that we've come across that when we did our initial like review on an episode two. Um, that it was maybe not maybe we were like yeah this card's good but maybe not you know so I, th- I think there's just a few cards I, I think maybe Bismarck ended up being one of them I don't remember I don't think we really rated Bismarck because we didn't see it till the set came out yeah. and I think as soon as I saw it I was like this card is, is good um, maybe I, I underrated that card a little bit because mm-hmm. I think it's absolutely bonkers and insane no for sure um, or train mm-hmm. maybe Mateus was a tad overhyped but I still think that card's also really good mm-hmm. as well. So what what are y'all's? Um, well, as far as cards that I think um, are overrated, I'm going to 100% agree with Mamodi. I think yeah, the cards are fine. Um, I think, um, man, that's tough because um, um, I do think, oh man, that's really really hard because um. Like, Momodi's the one that really comes to mind that I see. that I think we all are in agreement on there. Um, trying to think. Oh, I guess another one that we kind of overrated, too, Diabolos. Yeah, that's what I was Yeah, Diabolos is definitely one. The more um, I play that, the, the worse mm-hmm. the worse it feels. For sure. I mean, definitely a card that I think we... I have a few that we think we underrated, for sure. Um, Adele. I think Adele's very underrated. That card is... Crazy good. Um, I think Wall is definitely as expected. Yeah, I think yeah, Wall is a card. He's as good as we yeah, thought. Wall is insane, and he is every bit as good as expected. The fact that he just gets instant value. Yeah, I'm still on the fence with Vaughn. Um, I personally just, just from my personal experience this weekend, and I've said it before, Vaughn Vaughn is a double graded card by himself. He is a C plus legendary at best. Give him haste. That guy turns into a yeah. fucking A plus sure. immediately. But with like if you think about it with haste, that's basically a seven mana card. Oh, for sure, absolutely, uh, essentially. And at that point, he better be doing some, oh, some better, good stuff. Oh, yeah, he does right. though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think right. it, like I said, I think I think he's right in the middle there. I think he's as good as we thought he was. I still think he's a bit too slow, but I think if you get him in a deck where he functions, mm-hmm. I, you're gonna another, feel it. Another card I thought that I watched perform a lot better, and we didn't really talk about it as much, mm-hmm. is a new cloud of darkness. That card is oh, bonkers. Yeah. Oh, I know a card we underrated the hell out of. The new gang. Oh, new gang is busted bonkers, dude. Yeah. That card is dumb. Yeah. I mean, and, I, I'm not gonna lie. I looked at that card, and we were still kind of on the Yang Ursula train at the time. Oh yeah. Was and I was like, yeah, maybe card. maybe you play one of them, you know? Because who would rather play Yang this Yang and a free Ursula, and they're buffing each other, and it's great. And I was like, this guy's just good against ice. And then now, then I realized like you're just playing an 11k, a big fat dude that's yeah. brave, can't be dulled. Yep. And he uh, just sits there leaning back on his card, giving you the mean mugs. And uh, since we're talking about Earth cards that I think are underrated, New Cecil. Yeah, that card is the truth. 
that guy, and we got more, and I, I kind of proved that a little bit more because I have retooled my Mono Earth deck with the better card. So I took out the Yang Ursula Trap. I put in three Cecils. And if you are not two for wanting or three for wanting with Cecil, every time you're playing the card wrong, that guy just wipes a board when he comes in. And yeah, you'll take some damage, but that's why he's a great, like, I'm at three damage, I'm at two damage. Cool. Let's drop. Let's go to work. You drop him. Boom. You kill that three. Drop. Stack that ability. S ability. Take a point of damage. We're going to kill that four drop. You know what? We'll do it again. We'll kill that one. Cecil comes into play. I'm at five. Or, and if, uh, I, I put Gabranth back in the deck. So with Gabranth out, you just negate one of those points of damage. So the card is really, really good. And the fact that he's EX burst can really like stop some things cold for sure. So I think that that's... That's my pick for most undervalued card. Um, oh, also, Gravitron. Yeah, that's that's definitely one we underrated. Turns out, like the Earth cards, we were overrating. You know, like, not, we, as, we, good we thought, not yeah. as good as we thought, and the ones that we just kind of glazed over were are turning out better. Gravitron is uh, just an insane card. The fact that you know, in Mono Earth, a you can search them out with Star uh, Star Sybil. Yep. And every time you play an Earth Summon, you choose a forward and they get plus yeah, 2k. It's crazy. So pretty much every time you Hecaton chair, you're Hecaton chairing with an extra 2k. Yeah. Which is really, really good. And it's just a three mana backup. So I think, and that's what I did. I actually took out Mamoti for Gravitron in my Earth deck. Yeah, I think it's better. Yeah, it's much better, I think. Uh, so I guess segueing into that, let's talk about like what we think the meta is going to be like going forward. Based on like what you saw in Ohio and like what we're seeing kind of in other places as well. I think the number one deck you'll see, if it's not Mono Earth, which I think is just an easy deck to pilot. It is. It's safe. I think that's why a lot of people are running right now. It's Mono Water. Mono Water is really, really good with New Refia. Um, and I'll say this too. Um, I think all of the Warrior Lights are fine. Uh, Luneth is probably the least valuable, but I think Ingus is good. Um, I think Refia, Refia is, is insane. stupid. Um, and I think even Ark is excellent. I think the three of the four are fantastic, especially when you were go you know, not to switch gears again, but in the Earth deck I'm running, I run Light Warrior of Light, Wall, and Ingus. You get that board out, man, people are going to have a really hard time because your guys are big and they're taking all taking two K. And less. water can do something very similar too, which we we could get yeah, into. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think I think mono decks are kind of on that rise right now for sure, just because. It's kind of obvious, like what you want to be doing with them, and you just mm-hmm. kind of slot cards in there. Mm-hmm. And so, definitely, you know, Mono Earth seems to be popular right now just because, like you said, you're just playing big dudes, and the dudes kind of like make other dudes bigger. And they play themselves almost. Um, and then you're just kind of winning in combat because you're big, and then you have ways to do combat tricks with like Hecaton Chair and Cockatrice mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's a card, uh, yeah. Then you have Mono Water, um, which I think. The only weakness of Mono Water is that it kind of has to go a little wide. Mm-hmm. So then, you you know, Shantoto kind of messes with that. So you got kind of like this circle where, like, a lot of the decks that are good, like, kind of beat the other decks. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Water is good, too, though. New Cloud of Darkness, New Raffia, Bismarck is an insane card. Uh, the, uh, I, but I think the biggest thing that makes that deck over the top, it's a lowly little starter card by the name of Rassler. Yep. Yeah, Ash, old Ash is insane she is a problem with all the new cards they printed for the ash they printed that sucks yeah. yeah so yeah that combo is really good now and then it makes you got vossler makes cheaper so then you got that whole thing going on with like you have with earth except you're doing like ash vossler 
-hmm. And then maybe you have Warrior of Light and Refia as well in that deck, which... Uzma or whatever, that card's yeah. crazy. Oh, Ozma, the, uh, the water monster? Yep. That guy's good. A zero cost become a forward is Yep, that, is has, a, that has a blowout ability. Um, then, yeah, so then you got Mono Ice, still strong. Still good. Yeah, Mono, Mono Ice, I think, is as expected. Yeah. That deck just got better. Yeah, then you got, yeah, so then I added cards like Mateus, like Doom Train, like Horfin. Uh, I also, I believe Doom Train is another one um, that we, I'm, I'm glad we're talking about these more cards because it's jogging our memory a little bit. Doom Train is much better than initially reviewed. Yeah, I thought so too. I was a little underwhelmed by it too, and I, I was like really hot on Diabolos, and I was like, oh, Doom Train seems okay. And they've kind of swapped. Yeah, but now that's definitely swapped. I think, I Doom, think Train... Doom Train is the best card that's like choose to a four. I think it might be too. I think yeah. so. Yeah. If only for counting summons, because I think the best choose to a four is probably Wool. Yeah. 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 He comes with an 8K body. Yeah, he comes with an 8K body that says your EX burst and damage don't mean shit anymore. Yeah, and then on top of that, you got Mateus as well. Yes. Orphan is insane. Once you drop him, like, I, every game I've played with Mono Ice, if I played that card and I got both, like, if I had five characters and which, that ability went off. Spoiler alert, you will. You always do. I think I've won every game I've done that. Yep. Which Orphan I is a closer. think is crazy. I mean, I'll pay six mana to win the game. Thanks. Oh, yeah. Get that get that man a cup of coffee because he's a closer. <laughs> um, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then the last deck, which is definitely not, like, not the least, like, not the worst deck or anything, which is Mono Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, still really good. Halcid, still good. Shocker. Turns out. Elua uh, uh, is crazy. Mm -hmm. New Zemus is crazy. Uh, they have a monster that's good now. You got the, the Bunker Beast or whatever. Yep. You got a new backup in Cannoneer that's crazy good. You got Twilight Odin is really good, which like activates Opus 4 Lightning. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's got a lot of new things going on, and it's still really, really strong. Uh, so I think the mono decks are becoming a lot tighter and a lot harder to build. They are. Cause, they are, because yeah. they're not as brainless anymore. You have to really... Think about like we go back, to go back to mono water. I think Big Cecil's out. I think he's, I think Big. Yeah, uh, I don't think he I, I think I don't think he makes the cut anymore because of Cloud of Darkness and Ozma. I think they're just better cards in that slot. Yeah, I don't I don't think you run him either. I think I think he's just excessive. Yes. Now that you have Refia and especially if you're running like the Warrior of Light package, yeah, you're big enough. Yeah, you um, yeah. So like I think mono decks are kind of like king right now. So I'm kind of interested to see what dual color uh, stuff people start playing. Um. Windwater Monster still seems good. Oh, absolutely. You know, because I think uh, Death Gaze is a big part of that. Because right now, like we're, as I like to call it, we're, the, the the games, like the decks are coming more battle cruisery. They are using bigger guys. Death Gaze says, I don't give a shit how big your guys are. I'm still swinging and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, uh, monster decks are still really, really good. Yeah. Um, They're still hard to interact with. I'm they didn't yeah. imprint a whole lot of cards to i'm surprised we're not seeing more standard unit stuff like no one seems to really be playing it right now i, I think it's still there's no way it's bad yeah i think wind water standard units is still good i think um i think the mono water standard units with the uh, little guys that party attack and draw a bunch of cards especially when you run like new leviathan um and the fact that the deck can rebuild so fast after i think that deck is good um and you get a lot of cognazo value because if you have a wide board like that when you cognazo oh <laughs> man you, they're, they're in for a bad time um, I think, uh, obviously I think Fire Ice is good. I still think, I just, I think Opus 5 had, had, had a little bit of impact because I think Birdman is an immediate two of in that deck. Mateus is great in that deck. And turns out Vaughn is like a one or two of, I think is great in that deck. So you're still getting the, the real fast value that you get out of this, that you've, that you've gotten out of the six cards since Opus 4, but now you just have more tools. So I think that deck is still really, really good. Yeah, so I mean, I, I think it's going to be really hard to gauge what's good. I mean, we know like what people are playing right now, 
But now um, I'm actually kind of excited. I really want to try Tella in the deck now. Nutella, who I, I think is, not to be confused with the hazelnut spread Nutella. We're talking about the Nutella. Um, that guy, I think that guy adds, because I think what the Fire Ice deck is missing is, like, legit removal. I think Tella now gives that deck legit removal, and it gives it a backup that breaks itself. Yeah, a card that you've already added in there, too, that I don't think you mentioned is Phoenix, right? Uh, no, I actually skipped on the Phoenix, and I added, I kept the two Belias. Um, I cut one Shiva for one Doom Train. That's a card we underrated as well. Phoenix, oh, Phoenix is. Phoenix. Uh, especially now, you've, you've now yeah, put it in oh, your Twin Cast deck. In the Twin deck, it's insane. Oh, yeah, because now you, you get, get all the... You either get... 8k and a Leviathan, or 8k plus 6k, or 8k and a VV, like, yeah, being Phoenix, able to, the Phoenix is crazy. Yeah, being able to get back the twins that have the, the, the ability when they don't come from the hand, oh, seems yeah. really, really good. Yeah, for sure. So, I guess that leads into, like, what, what do we expect again, Boston to run into, really? Water, like, I think. Um, you think I th- those decks are basically... I, I, I think we're going to see a lot of the, what we saw in Ohio, or what I saw in Ohio. You're going to see a lot of Mono Earth, a lot of Mono Fire. I thought I'm on a fire. They're going to see zero mono fire unless someone's really, really ballsy. Um, I do think you're going to see a lot of mono ice. Um, I do think you're going to see some fire ice. I think you're going to see some water fire. Um, I, I, I think you're going to see some moogles. I think ice I think ice water moogles is good enough. I think it's good And enough. a lot of yeah. people want to play it. And yes. I, I think I said this on one of the review videos. It's like Sarah only needs a few moogles mm-hmm. to really get value. Like two to three good, good moogles that are in your deck. You're fine. Mm-hmm. Like, that's still fodder for her ability to, to dole things. That's still something she can search. And then a lot of those moogles do other things, like, once they're actually out. So you can get that value train going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I think it could be a very real deck. I think Knights can be a very real deck as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think Knights, um, and we just recorded a video earlier today where you were playing the Water Lightning Knights, and I was playing, uh, I'm calling it Four Color Warrior of Lights because it, it's primarily <laughs> Earth Water, but you're running Ark and Lunith. Um, and really you're just trying to cheat them into play with Earth cards, or if you land Cosmos, you can play them naturally. So you've got a lot of options. Um, I think it's going to need a lot of work, but, you know, I think it's got something. Yeah, yeah so I think we're pretty much expecting about that same stuff, and yeah, I'm looking I, I forward think, to see what people try to bring. Yeah, I agree. I, I think you're going to see a lot of... You're going to see a, a lot, lot of the modern. same, a lot of safe stuff because um, I, I just think these these big tournaments are coming. They're, they're, I mean, this is this will be three because um, you had Petite Cup, you got the Cards of Evil East tournament. The next week you have the Crystal Cup. That's three big tournaments back to back to back. Not a lot of time to test. There's there's not a lot of time to test, and you know everybody's just kind of looking to see what came out of this tournament, right, what's coming out of this. So now, you know, depending on what the top eight is at the Cards of Evil East tournament, that could be a completely different top eight from what was in Ohio. So now shit gets really skewed, and the meta gets really diverse. Yep. But I think when that happens, it just puts everyone back on mono decks because mm-hmm. they're so safe. And this is a guy. This is a card we didn't touch on before in the like review or anything. That makes Kamlanot really good. Oh yeah, I think Kamlanot is a card that is much better than advertised. Um, the fact that he can get like really, he can get any dark card, which means. Um, he can get Emperor. He can get uh, Time Walk guy. Yeah. He can get backup Zemus. He can get Chaos. Like you, you're going to start seeing that guy in some really neat decks because the fact that he doesn't stay dark after the first turn 
Yeah, it's really good. I mean, if you're facing Mono Lightning, you just play them. The next turn, next mm-hmm. main you get, you declare Lightning, and they can't do anything. The only thing at that point, they have to have X's in their deck, and yeah, that's yep. it. That's it. Yep. I mean, he, he does very well against any Mono deck. Yeah, for sure. I think oh, he's, no, a really he's, a, he's a good card. So I, I guess with that said, is uh, so we'll be heading up to Boston in a few days. Yeah, Crystal Cup, we're leaving Thursday to head up there. Um, we're going to be doing our next episode up in Boston. So anybody who is there and wants to come by and say hi and maybe, you know, talk a little bit, talk about what their experience with Opus 5 has been, uh, you know, maybe what they're playing in the tournament, maybe what they're playing in some side events, what they're doing. You know, please, the more the more people that come by, the merrier. We would love to have people on our podcast. You know, I'd like to meet people from, you know, the communities in that area. Um, that's the one thing I can honestly say about this game so far. I There is zero toxicity in this community. Now, granted, yes, it's probably, it's a little bit, oh, not probably, it 100% is a lot smaller than a larger, like, Magic, for instance, where the fact that that game's been around for so long and it's so large, there's just, the toxicity is there innately. But, you know, like, I've just had such a great time playing this game. Met some really great people, and I can't wait to keep that train rolling for sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope hope it sells out. Uh, I don't think it's sold out. So if you want to go, there's still tickets available. uh, Because I think it's going to be an awesome tournament. I'm looking forward to competing in my first, like, official square tournament. Um, And hopefully one of us can... We want to make top four because top four qualifies you for what nationals? Correct. Yeah, ideally both of us make top four. That'd be great. Oh, that'd be even better. Um, but yeah, top four will get you qualified for nationals. I think a win gets you a guaranteed buy. Uh, I thought a win gets you three buys. Oh, is it three buys? I think it's three buys. That I sounds think insane. I thought it was they just, just they just hand you the fucking tournament if you uh, <laughs> if you win. I thought it was just one buy, um, but maybe yeah, I'm not sure. And then I think you also get like a playset of Opus Five. No, oh, that's even better. I, th- I think oh, you think you get a foil of each card if you win. So it's almost like another Karate Kid 3 scenario where you only have to like play in the finals, I guess. Is that what happens? Sweep the leg. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's going to be it for today. So remember, uh, you know, if you want to follow us on the website and follow, you know, hit me up on Twitter at Chronos411, ask us some questions so we can maybe start getting some Q&As in there. And, uh, yeah, definitely look at our YouTube. We've been making a pretty good amount of content, and I'm definitely yeah, looking got, forward to making a lot more. Yeah, a lot of new stuff coming down the pipe. Uh, set reviews will be finishing up. We've got, uh, we're going to be doing uh, starting our battle arena, uh, like I mentioned earlier. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, if there's any decks you'd like to see us play, you know, ship us a list or ship us a few cards you'd like to see us build around. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, um, sure. And we're going to be doing uh, deck techs on the website as well, just like instant deck. We're going, we're calling them blitz techs. Blitz te- TM. <laughs> Trademarked by RBA Returners. We're yeah, we'll see that. But yeah, that's, I think that's the idea right now. Yeah, so, you know, we got a lot coming down the pipe, and, you know, we do appreciate all the follows and the likes and the, uh, you know, not so much. Uh, and the subscribes, you know, we, 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 t- we take all the love where we can get it. So, mm-hmm. uh, with that being said, guys, we are signing off. And until next time, see you in Boston. Thank <laughs> you.